what can I say? I'm 23 now, but I will live to see 24. The way things is going, I don't know. Tell me, why are we so blind to see that the ones we hurt are you and me? Keep spending most of life living in the gangster. Wow, evil. How about that? How about that for an intro, ladies and gentlemen? Bit of gangster's paradise from our very own half Australian, half Indian, going out to all our Indian followers that we have now, apparently. All 400 of them. Loving some chat about the England groups. Uh, yeah, the one true hero's own, Matt Singh. Matt Singh. Yeah, get around it. Album coming out soon. Close relation to the Indian striker, Matu Singh. Maybe, we don't know. Yeah, no, he told me. Yeah. Anyway, we got a bloody boatload to get through. There's going to be probably some language because I've got some bones to pick with some stuff. Boy, oh, oh boy, fuck. do we. But we got Group E, Group F of the Euros, the Group of Death, France, Portugal, Germany, Hungary, the powerhouse of Hungary. Perennial. Don't forget the 1930s might of Hungary. <laughs> but first, we got to get some feelings out about our beloved Socceroos. And I'm upset. Are you? I'm angry. Are you? I'm furious. Go on. Tell us more. Why? What, what the fuck have the Socceroos done to you now? I want our Socceroos to, uh, to basically be like our cricket team when they play some minnow country we don't care about. I want them to mercilessly Panama. destroy the opposition. I do not want to only beat Chinese Taipei. <laughs> Uh, what was it? <laughs> Somehow I'm at the bottom of the fixture list here. 5-1. 5-1. I don't want to beat them 5-1. Do you remember? You'll remember uh, back in the day when we played soccer together. We played for Anglevale. And we'd play against Div 1 teams like the Downs. And they'd put 17 past us. That wasn't a good day. No mercy. Yeah, we had a good day. Just had a good day. 17-1. We, we, we performed somehow really Somehow well. conceded one. Yeah. But uh, you and I were both playing in the opposing team. so We were very good. Um, we're not to blame for 17 goals being shipped, but why can't our... And yes, I'm about to compare Division 4 Anglevale soccer teams to international footballers proudly representing their country in the Chinese Taipei. I think it's only fair. But we should have absolutely humped them. It, it makes absolutely no sense why we didn't destroy this team. These guys have scored two goals in their entire nation's footballing history and two of them against us. It's, it speaks volumes, doesn't it? I just... Oh, it's so infuriating. And it's it wasn't even like that we... I mean, we did ring the changes a little bit. There was a few deputons. There was a few guys getting a gig there. Yeah. Mitchell Duke, for example. Yeah. Why is he wearing a gold shirt? It doesn't matter. It... I just... I want us to be like Japan when they're dismantling Cambodia, I think it was. What did they beat them? 13 nil. Yep. I don't know. Why can't did we check. do that? Why? Yeah, I t- <laughs> look at me. I did, did they? check. I mean, they beat someone by a lot of goals. They did. I feel bad if it and wasn't Cambodia. And we should have too. There were some poor goal attempts by Martin Boyle, Brent Borello. Uh, there was just... I quite like Borello, but he had a stinker. I like Borello too, but every time he fronts up for the Socceroos, he doesn't perform. Yeah. I cannot point to one... Uh, to you know, one appearance that he's made for us in the national I, team, where he's broke the fucking door down. Have to admit, I tuned in. I saw 
big Harry Sutar jump up against literal children. It's a beautiful sight. And head of the ball in. And I was like, you know that scene at the end of Step Brothers where <laughs> Will Ferrell and John C. Riley go up and bash all the kids? <laughs> yeah. And I wanted to see that. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted us to absolutely humiliate these people. Show all levels of the toxic alpha male Australianness that yeah. we we hate, but we love as well. Because that's what the teams have to represent. They didn't do it. They didn't go out and bully anybody. And they, they were not. there to be bullied. Look at them. There was a defender from the Chinese Taipei who bullied us. Yeah, what the fuck was that, man? Flying and no one... around the park, kicking everyone. Oh, dude. Yeah, that's Chinese We're Taipei. weak. We're just, we're, we're a weak footballing nation. Yeah. So no. We're guarding an honour that doesn't exist. I mean, if you're listening to this, anyone from Chinese Taipei, it probably does sound very disrespectful, but we mean no disrespect. We just want to see Australia be better, which we really should. I think and we definitely shouldn't be conceding goals like that. And the chances we conceded to it's them. Good, it's good because I think when you gauge the reaction from the first goal, how much it meant to the player that scored and his surrounding teammates, obviously that singular goal meant more than a victory ever possibly could. So yeah, we're not disrespecting them when we say yep. we should have beaten them by more. I loved seeing that celebration too. It was nice. Type a player. No, it was nice because it was a good goal. Like I thought it was a well-worked goal, but we were exposed way too easily. <laughs> like We're going to get smashed on an international tournament yep. outside of these regional qualifiers. Yeah. Um, having said that, the Q8 performance was a bit better. I still think we should have beaten them by more. Probably. And... I don't know. But they're no Chinese Taipei. They're, you know. Yeah, they're second in the group. Yeah. I understand that. And they have beaten us uh, previously. Yep. Um, so it's always a danger game when we come against Kuwait. But the performance was satisfactory, I think. I think. I think it, uh, it maybe a good building block, which wasn't satisfied with the Chinese Taipei game. Yeah. They're going to have to lift. Yeah. We're going to have to. Graham Arnold's not. What is his system? Yeah. What is his style? I don't know. Honestly. Who does he want? Where? Who does he want to play in this position? That, uh, the only nailed-on player I can see. Or like, There's a couple. Maybe Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan's nailed-on. Uh, probably Trent Sainsbury. Trent Sainsbury's nailed-on. Even on. though he doesn't play week to week, he mm. still seems nailed-on. Nailed-on. And the only other one I can think of is Awe Mabil. Uh, Matt Leckie. Maybe. I'd probably nail in Matt Leckie. He seemed like as a, a pretty striker good focal point. Or yeah, on the other, as a striker, Probably yeah. have to be, yeah. Do you not think Jamie McLaren can play that role? And uh, better, perhaps? Probably. Because he probably deserves a go on the form he's had. Because you think about, where's, where's Leckie going to play when he plays with Melbourne City? On the right? Probably. Where Aware is. You take a front. Well, Aware can play left. He can play left? Leckie, lots of left for Leckie Adelaide. could play left also. Yeah, exactly. Well, there you go. Leckie, McLaren. Yep. Mobile. That seems fair to me. It'll do. You got any more on the Socceroos? Not really. No, I'm happy to leave it behind. It was quite uninspired. What well, did we got? We got three more games coming up in quick succession. I think we play. Uh, did we play Nepal again? We play Nepal. Yeah. Um, That's soon, right? Just, it's in a just ahead days. of the ahead of the opening Euros game. It'll be. I think it'll be like a curtain raiser for us here in Australia. Leading into the opening game of the Euros, which is Italy and Turkey. That's a great way to kick the Euros off. Friday night slash Saturday morning, I believe. Nice. Yeah, we play Nepal uh, Saturday morning. Yeah, you're right. Yep. 1.30 a.m. 
Thanks. Brilliant. There we have, uh, like I said, a deluge of football coming up. We do. So shall we dive straight into the Euros now? Let's We've got get two it. more. We wrapped up some uh, the two best groups coming up. We wrapped up some groups last week with a few other guest speakers. Um, and they were great. Thank you, and they were great. Donalario. Thanks for your participation. We'll get back in touch with them. Thank at you, Bebo. Some point and get them on again for sure. Um, so we'll start in this uh, group E, which has Poland, Spain, Slovakia, Sweden. We've got Spain coming out on top of this group, surely. What do you make of this squad? <laughs> I like. I was listening to the Guardian Football Weekly, and um, someone commented if the group, if Group F is the group of death, then Group E is the group of how the fuck did these nations qualify for this? What is this group? Yeah, well, I feel similarly about Group C. Yeah, there's a few like Macedonia that. and Ukraine, and but it's the Euros, and they've extended it so more teams can get a gig. Whatever. It's good. I like it. I think it's yeah. fun because I also think in this group, um, Spain should probably win it, right? Yep. Maybe. Yep. I don't know. I had Spain winning the group and Poland finishing second. I believe you had Sweden finishing second. Yeah, I do. I like Sweden. You like I Sweden? I do like Sweden. Well, should we go with the Sweden squad? Start up. Go for it. What do you like? I like the young fella up top because obviously Zlatan, he seems injured. Does not like he's going to play? Alexander Isak. Alexander Isak. Wow, so should that striker? He did, yes. Yep. Uh, scored 17 goals in La Liga this season. Yep. which is that's he's a good a, player. That's a fucking whopping return, man. That's only four less than Suarez. Yeah. Um, he's also the youngest ever goal scorer for Sweden. He's a player with huge potential and he is maybe the player to watch for the tournament. I think he's going to have a massive impact on this yep. on this European Championship. And yeah, he, it, yeah, he could do. I just going through their squad. There's not a lot that jumps out at you though. Um, the most uh, notable name would be Victor Lindelof. Obviously, I guess. Um, Man U fans love him. Seb Larsson's still getting around. Um, Pontus Janssen, newly Premier League. Pontus Janssen, yeah, um, newly promoted to the Premier League with Brentford. Uh, some will remember the likes of Marcus Berg. He's still getting around. I do. But, uh, you know, uh, it's a scrap for second in a pretty weak group. Do you have anything else to add on Sweden? No, I just, to... I just think how, uh, who, who else is going to finish second? It's not going to be Slovakia, is it? Um, no, well, I thought Poland maybe. But um, just quickly as well, I did notice in this Swedish squad, uh, Emil Forsberg from Leipzig is in there and the young kid that Juve signed last season Dejan Kulisevsky who had a bit of a bright patch where he banged in a bunch of goals and then they signed Ronaldo and he didn't really oh no didn't really get any games but he's in the Sweden squad that's um, rough so I guess a battle between them Slovakia and Poland for second true I think I think uh, maybe Poland do finish second just given the yeah just given the lever factor, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you've got a side that's got Lewandowski in it, he's, you know, he's obviously going to return goals. Yeah. I don't know. Have Maybe. You, have you discussed? I don't think... have, sorry, have you discussed the um, the top scorer for the European Championships for the whole thing? No, I was going to come to that when we cool. finish the groups. Yeah. We right, can go up. over some stuff like that. Um, but for now, looking at this Pol- Polish squad, I think the trouble for them is going to be Lewandowski is so good at scoring goals because. He's so smart positionally. He can do it all, but generally if you put pace around him and feed him, I don't know if this Polish side can feed him. 
You don't think? At all. Nah. What about Mateus Klitsch? Maybe. Is he in the squad? He is in in the the squad. squad. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You've got mm, not many names jumping out at me, really. Kuchoviak is getting on a bit at Lokomotiv Moscow. Uh, But even his career never really... He played for uh, Sevilla for a while. But outside of that, not much. I I do understand what you're saying right now. Yeah. Their trouble is they have three really good players and all three of them are strikers. It's not going to bode well for them, <laughs> except maybe Chesney and Fabianski. They've got good goalkeepers, yeah. Yeah, they've got two good goalkeepers, but um, you know, I think defensively they can probably hold their own. Um, there's a couple of Premier League players just through, in there. Uh, just through shape and structure. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah. Um, because uh, obviously Klitsch plays there, I follow Poland a little bit, and they've had a good build up into this European Championship. So, is that <laughs> yeah? If they if a defender does go down, luckily Robert Gummy is that's right. His name's Robert Gummy from Augsburg. He's a he's a on the call list. Gummy's he's on, on call. Gummy's on standby. Gummy's on call. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, they are. Christ- and you and you didn't want to play the Poland name no, pronunciation I game. I didn't want to play. Jesus. It. Uh, yeah, Christoph Piotek from Hertha. Although he's really dropped off since his spell at Milan a couple is- of seasons ago. This is why I argue that Sweden can finish second in this group. Yeah, you're but probably I think right. either or they're all going to qualify. Yeah. Well, we might quickly just have a little bit of a look at Slovakia's squad because oh, here we go. We've we've gone through each squad in this group, so uh, each squad in the tournament so far. So we may as well do Slovakia. Anything stand out to you here from this Slovakian team? Uh, I like how all of their it's last tough. names are like two syllable. That's good. Yeah, it makes Vlad- it easy Vladimir Vice is the one that stands out for me, but he's obviously uh, getting on and moved to a part of his career where he's not playing top football anymore. Um, apart from that, I guess Marek Hamšík is still there, but also not playing top football anymore. He's at Gothenburg in in uh, Sweden. Um, that's all I got. Yeah, I'm sorry, I don't. They're recognize, finishing bottom of the group. I don't recognize any of these names. I think they're finishing bottom of the group. Oh, obviously the goalkeeper Dubravka, Newcastle's. Martin Dubravka. You know what? He could keep uh, clean. They've got two Premier League goalkeepers, which three is clean ridiculous. Sheets. Can he keep three clean sheets, though? Maybe. New Zealand. Against Spain. New Zealand did it. Sweden and Poland. Uh, I doubt it. Yes. Probably not. Well, they're in trouble. But, you know, maybe they could be a live wire. Could be a, just a team to watch. Maybe. A lot of speculation. I guess we can spend the bulk of the time on this group, on the group, the team we think that will win it, which is clearly Spain. They should win it. This is uh, obviously it's a very talented group. Um, thoughts initially on this Spain squad? There's no out and out striker. No. Which is, I think, I mean, other than Morata, but I mean, everyone has question marks over Morata's head on, on finishing and composure in front of goal. Yeah. I there's a you know there's a few teams and we're going to come to the the next group with Germany. Um, who probably have the same problem. There's no goal scorer that every week is going to bang the goals in that they can rely upon. So yep. what are their, what's their structure going to be? Are they going to play the Pep 4-3-3 yeah. false striker? The interesting, I think the most interesting part about the Spain squad is the players that, who, who were left out. Obviously, uh, uh, Ramos, Sergio Ramos, uh, Regulon, Hector Bellerin, Jesus Navas, Danny Carvajal, all missing out. Mm-hmm. Do you think... Uh, Bayern should have played or not? I don't know. Um, I don't think. 
Series. Maybe not. Probably not. Um, but they didn't take Carvajal either. Yeah, there's been a lot so, of... you know... I've seen a lot of this because uh, Lorente was the player picked ahead of Sergio Ramos. They've done, they've done the so opposite that's... of... Uh, they've done the opposite of England and picked no right-backs. Yeah, rather than four right-backs, <laughs> which is a really, really clever move going into a deep tournament, I'm telling they've you. They've got Azpilicueta there, who can obviously play right-back, but I think Americ Laporte's the, the big name at the back there. What a... <laughs> What do you think about that? Should he be French? It doesn't... Laporte? Isn't he French? I don't know. His name sounds French, but he could be Spanish. (sighs) Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. They should win it. They They have a really strong midfield. Um, But don't you think they have a midfield full of underachievers? No. Tiago, not that great. Tiago was excellent in his time at Bayern. For yeah, a long but time. For his last, be his last season, though. Fabian has been excellent for Napoli. Fabian's been good. Um, Marcus Lorente just won La Liga. Yep. Coque just won La Liga. Yep. Sergio Busquets is Sergio Busquets. Underachievers. They maybe diminished Sergio <laughs> Busquets' form at the moment. Rodri, we know, your, we know your take on Rodri. Doesn't like him so much. Yeah. Um, the other one, um, I guess... You said before they don't really have an out-and-out striker. The one that stands out to me is Gerard Moreno. Mm-hmm. He had an excellent season for Villarreal, who finished sixth in La Liga. Scored the goal against Man United in the Europa League final. Handy player, handy striker. Whether or not, I don't think this Spain team will go far, but I think they win this group comfortably. Okay. I think we can agree on that. This is probably the weakest of the groups, I reckon. It's- Even weaker than Group C. You think it's weaker than Group C? Yeah. Netherlands, Ukraine. I reckon the Netherlands would beat Spain. Austria. Yep. Macedonia. That's you, a pretty weak group. You, uh, everyone's writing Macedonia off. I think y'all going to be a fucking surprise, man. Macedonia is going to come out and they're going to play because they are playing for something that is more than a football game. They're playing for national pride to actually state their nation on the national stage. That's something more than you can quantify in the European Championship, so... I don't think it's going to help them at all, sadly. Okay. Um, so we come to the big one. The one that we've all been waiting for, Group yes. F. Group F. I'm so glad we've we got did this. The world champions. The defending European champions. The everything. Germany. Yep. And, <laughs> and the, and the 19, perennial champions. 1930s <laughs> champions. Hungary. Um, it's good to have the world champions and the defending champions. That's good. It is good. And Germany are just Germany, obviously. Um, we'll just start at the top. We'll go with France. <laughs> we'll start with the France squad. Uh, what do you make of this side? I've Ridiculously got them, good. I've tipped them to go on and win the tournament in a final against England. I think you had similar. No, you didn't because you were being ridiculous when we did the... I wasn't stuff. being ridiculous. You were being ridiculous. You had Macedonia to win their group. I anyway. honestly think Macedonia win the group. And you can fucking I, phone me up when they do. I can't wait for you to be wrong. I can't wait for me to be right, dude. Okay. This is going to be awesome. France squad. Fantastic. Top it to is bottom. fantastic. Bulletproof. I think they the lack a bit. The team that wins. They lack a bit in defence. Um, especially in the centre of defence. Which part? Well, Zuma, Longley... You know, Zuma is Kimpembe. fine. Kimpembe is fine. These are Kim- good footballers. Yeah, they're good footballers. I'm just saying it's the weakest part of their squad, which it is. For that, yeah, but 
contextually, if that's the weakest part of your squad, yeah, that's, that's what a I'm pre- saying. That's a pretty good weak squad. I just said I think they go on and win it. Yeah. I'm saying this is the weakest part of their squad, is their defense. Yeah, but I don't even think it's that bad. It's not that bad, but it's, it's you know, it could be better. You don't think Varane plays? Varane plays. Varane plays alongside probably, I don't know. Zuma? Kimpembe? Either or. I don't know. I've never really taken too much note because every time you watch France, it's just dominated by their midfield and attack. Yeah, which is unreal. N'Golo, any team that has N'Golo Kante is going to oh, do all well. All you have to do is play Kante as a six and you'll win. Yeah. You will Who win. Who would have thought? But then you put players around him like Pogba. Yeah. You know, um, <laughs> Tolisso. Tolisso. And then you just look at the strikers and wingers. Mbappe, Griezmann. Like, yeah. This is the team that wins. Mbappe, Griezmann. Uh, Karen Benzema back in the squad. What do you think? For the first time in a long time. This guy ha- has had an unreal season. He has. At Real Madrid. You know all the controversy surrounding him? Yeah, yeah. Do you think it's worth bringing him into a squad? Don't know. If they think they can win with him. I think the idea is he can do what... Uh, what a lot of the time Deschamps has trusted Giroud to do that role of the hold-up striker, and he's been convinced to play Giroud even though he doesn't score for France just by having because players like Griezmann and Mbappe feed off him. Uh, Benzema can do that exact role. I think the feeling is that uh, Giroud has obviously lost a few yards. He's not the same player he probably was, um, and Benzema has somehow gone to another level. I think. Mm. Giroud is so selfless though Giroud Giroud He is is. so selfless I think Benzema is more of a target man Pin up number nine That's going to want to score the winning goal Whereas Giroud See I disagree Okay Yeah I think um, Because a lot of the talk is about uh, Benzema's partnership with Ronaldo And basically allowing Ronaldo to score so much For Real Madrid playing as a winger Because Benzema is dropping in as that hold up guy Feeding players, creating. I don't know. Either way, I think they win this group. And I think they go on to... They'd be very close to winning it, if not winning it. Oh, they'll definitely be in the top four. They'll definitely be in the top four. It's a fantastic squad. And like players we haven't even mentioned, Kingsley Coman. Thomas Lamar. You know, Tolisso from Bayern. Uh, Rabiot from Juventus. It's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. They they are seriously the best squad on paper in this tournament, so. Three fantastic goalkeepers. Yeah, top to bottom. This side yep. is insane. If Lovely. France don't win it, you know, some side has fucking played out of their skin completely. They'd have to have a bad day when someone has a good day. Yep, 100% agreed. Yep. Go France. Germany. Germany, this is the great, um, this is the great debate. I think about the well, Europeans. You had, uh, yes. So I you think had they finished bottom. You had Germany finishing bottom of the group. I had them going through as the one of the best third place teams. What are your reasons for them finishing bottom? I just, I think they're really grasping at straws with the team selection. I think they've gone, they've dipped back into the past. They've brought um, uh, Matt Hummels back into the team. Yep. They've brought uh, Muller. Muller back into the team. And this sort of thing, this rings alarm bells. It means yep. that they don't have burgeoning talent coming through and they don't really have any idea on how to progress rather than thinking into the past. Yep. So, Particularly at the back, they're pretty weak. 
It looks really weak. They're really it? weak at the back. They don't have any clear fullbacks. They're probably going to have to play Josh Kimmich there instead of the midfield. Which sucks, um, but he will do well at right wing back for sure. Oh, of course he will. He did it for Bayern for a while before he got moved into the midfield. Um, but looking at their other defenders there, um, Gunter, Hummels, Rudiger, Ginter, Emre Chan, Nicolas Sula, you know. It's weak, isn't it? I mean, it's the weakest part fine. of their squad. Rudiger's probably fine. Champions League winner. Maybe. Okay. I'd say Nicolas Sula is the strongest name there. But, um, True. You can have a partnership of those two and yeah. you may do okay. Well, I think they go with back three with Hummels. Oh, Hummels is playing. True, Hummels yeah. is 100% playing. You wouldn't playing. pick him otherwise, yeah. yeah. Um, it'll be back three, and then you have Kimmich as a right wing back. And then someone else really, really fast on the left. But looking through their midfield even, I don't know, they, they do have quality in their midfield and attack. I just don't think it's enough. Just, and I don't think they have the right balance at the moment. That's it. That's it. They're unevenly balanced. It yep. doesn't... There's no shape or structure that makes sense from the team that they've yep. picked here. And they have great players, obviously. I mean, even out of Kevin Volland, who is just a weapon from yep. his headed, uh, headed goals from crosses. You, mer- you merge that into Timo Werner. Maybe he's going to score goals in this tournament. Yep. He's obviously a talent. He's had a shitty season with Chelsea, but that's okay. You can right the wrongs of the past coming into these you know, standalone international tournaments. These are, you know, these are good players. Serge Gnabry as well. Like, yeah. you would like to see them do well, but I just, I think that they're not going to get the shape right. They're not going to get the structure right. And I think they're going to get beat every single game. Yeah, I think they're going to get beat as well. Um, maybe not every single game. They might get something again. They'll probably beat Hungary. But um, I reckon Hungary will draw with them. Yeah. You had Hungary finishing, finishing second in this group, yeah. remarkably. I think they draw with Another Germany one. and beat Portugal. I can't wait to bring you up and tell you you're wrong. Hey, happened only five bold. years ago. Happen, happened only five years ago. But they won the group five years ago. Exactly. They're not going to yeah. win this one, though. They're not going to win this group because France are in it. But yeah. You got enough, enough on Germany? Uh, uh, other than Robin Koch, I hope he does well. Fair enough. It's nice to see a really strong Leeds contingent represented in the European Championships. That's your lead quota for the week. Thank you. Congrats. We'll go on to Portugal. I love this squad. I had them in my predictor. I had them finishing second. That's wild because I had them finishing fourth. So uh, Yeah, you did. Which is funny because no, I don't rate them, them that hard. You had them finishing third because you had them going through as one of the best third place teams. Oh, in you've, the already, group. you've already just forgotten that you had Germany finishing bottom. No, sorry. I meant that I had Portugal finishing fourth overall in the tournament. Oh. That's what I meant. Sorry. Roger. Well, I really rate this squad. I think it's excellent. I think they get through in second place in this group. Um, yeah, maybe at the back they're a little bit weaker. but um, You reckon? Just, With Ruben Diaz, the Premier League player of the season? Yeah. Uh, Jacques Concello as well. Jose Font just won the league at Lille. Exactly. Pepe um, has residual value. Yeah, I don't know. Um They've got a few aging players, which is maybe the worry, but they've got a lot of great talent coming through as well. This is a great team, Some that yeah. are just hitting their peak, like William Carvalho. Um, obviously, you've got Ruben, Ruben Neves in there. Renato Sanchez just won the league. Bruno Fernandes. Uh, Danilo Pereira. Uh, João Felix. Diogo Jota. Dude. Gonzalo <laughs> Cuedes. Can you... Have Bernardo you listened Silva. to this? It's, it's so every good. single player yeah. in the team you've just listed. Yeah. So why did you have them finishing third? Uh, Hungary. I just, I just think that Hungary will beat them on the day. 
<laughs> I think the way that you look at the uh, how the fixtures line up, I think they're going to surprise them. That's all I think. Uh, I think Portugal go three and finish fourth overall in the tournament, but it's a great team, and uh, I can't wait to see them play. I I'm just excited I wonder, to watch them. I wonder how they gel them together. That's the only thing. Well, they've done it before, though. I, I don't know. I'm pretty excited about this because their struggle has always been having an out-and-out number nine, but that's pretty much what Ronaldo's become, which allows them to play the likes of Jota, Jean-Felix, um, Guedes, Bernardo Silva, all those guys around him. And William Carvalho is a massively underrated six holding midfielder. Ruben Neves, we know, is absolute quality. Bernardo Sanchez has his haters in the Premier League, had his haters in the Premier League, but he's absolute quality. Bruno Fernandes, you know, this team is going to be, they're going to be dangerous. Rafael Guerrero from Dortmund had an excellent season for Dortmund. Really underrated player, that guy. Solid squad. I, th- I yeah, wholeheartedly agree. Um, my only gripe was uh, how do they fit Ronaldo into this team? Obviously, he's a player of diminishing quality, but still world class. And so you wonder, do you build a team around this guy or do you build a team in spite of this guy? So like, do you play Ronaldo, rely on his individual brilliance maybe for five minutes of the 90 and just try and build 10 players that can just almost yeah. move well, around him? I think he 100% starts because of his quality. And he just plays as a nine, as a striker, with the quality of midfielders and creators around him on the wings. I think they'll be, he'll be fine. Um, if not, they can turn to Andre Silva, who had a wicked season for Eintracht Frankfurt. There you go. Big fan. Yeah, I think Portugal will do well. They'll falter in the group stage, but they'll do well beyond that. That's Done my, for Portugal? That's my call, yeah. So now we can get it's to the team, team. that... Uh, the the shock call of the night. Hungary getting through in second position in this group of death. And let's go through this, <laughs> this list of players in the Hungary squad. Do you not recognise the Leipzig goalkeeper? Leipzig? Yeah. The Leipzig goalkeeper. I, I do recognise him. I just... He's not fantastic. He's just a, a name that we know because he plays for Leipzig. He used to be at Villa as well. Yeah, which well. Which I should mention. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know anyone else on this list. No. I don't think. It's very Turkish, Austrian-based, German. Yeah. It's I very regionally-based. Uh, Varos in there. Yeah. Um, the number one team in Hungary. Are they? Ferenc Varos are not in Hungary, but... Yeah, they are. Are they? 100%. 100%? Yep. We're going to Google this and find out. I can edit this. <laughs> That's good. I'm positive they're in Hungary. They're Portuguese. Anyway, the Hungarian, uh, the Hungarian squad. I, I can't add anything to this conversation because I don't really know any of them. Actually, Roland Salai from Freiburg. But that's about it. Yeah. Adam Salai, I meant, from Mainz. I also didn't recognize any of them, but I like that they all come from a single nation team. And that means that they play together and they understand the way they play. And I think I like the teams that are playing for more than just, uh, you know, like winning another championship or winning another tournament or having another medal hung around their neck. I like the teams that pl- are playing to like establish their nation amongst the ranks yeah. of, you know, big European nations in the world. It's like, it means more than football. And so that's why I think Hungary are going to do well. And they did well five years ago. So I'll take it. I don't buy it. But I'm just, I've just had a moment of PTSD where I've realised they are Hungarian because they knocked Celtic out 
of the Champions League qualifiers. <laughs> I'm telling you, Ange would not let that happen. So there you go. Ange is going to win everything with Celtic. Oh, yeah. You got anything else to add on this group? Nothing. Nothing? No. Have you got anything you want to add on the Euros? Do you want to go over some top scorer... Etc. Etc. Yeah. What, you got any bets lined up? What's your? Yeah, that's what I was just thinking. What's your best bet? If you have uh, Mbappe to be top scorer and France to win it, uh, you get nineteen dollars, which I think is not too bad. That's a pretty good bet. That's pretty good value. I um the only bet I've had a look at, I don't even recall the odds at the moment. Actually, is I wouldn't ha- I wouldn't mind having a small wager on Italy to win it, but that's about it. I haven't really looked. I had I had a look. If you have Italy to win and Lukaku top goal scorer, hundred and twenty three dollars. It's not bad. That's a really good that's bet. Good odds. That's I mean, if you're tuning in for betting advice, that's probably a really good one. Because Lukaku, Belgium should make the top four and get knocked out by Italy. See, these are the sort of tournaments where you can win Golden Boot with five or six goals too. Exactly. Uh, Torres won it with three goals. Yeah. In two thousand and ten. Yeah. So. Um, that's think, why it's almost not a bad idea to have Phil Foden or something weird like that because if I you can mind, score four goals you'll get top scorer I don't mind Timo Werner I don't one. reckon he scores goals I think he starts I'm his, telling uh, you Germany starts his not, bounce back Germany are not getting out of the group we disagree but this will be fun in two weeks yeah when Germany have gotten through in third place probably told him <laughs> they'll probably win it and Werner's got five <laughs> yeah. goals yeah um yeah, I haven't had a look too much, but it's hard to go past your obvious ones like your Harry Kane, your Lukaku's, you know. Um, but I'd be looking for a midfielder, maybe, maybe a Bruno Fernandez. Okay. I wonder what he's paying. Yeah. To win a Golden Boot. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. What about a player of the tournament, or do you have anyone from any of the sides that you think could light it up and be like the have a tournament like you know the James Rodriguez World Cup? Very little on fire for Colombia. Out of nowhere, no one had heard of him. I think Alexander Isak is going to be that. Isak? I reckon Sweden could probably make it to the final eight. Yep. Judging by their run. And he's going to score some goals. Yep. He's obviously had a fantastic season in La Liga. To score 17 goals in that division, is a, it's a huge return for anybody, let alone a 21-year-old. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah, he's my one to watch for the tournament for sure. There you go. Anything else to add on the Euros or are we going to wrap it? I'm just, I'm keen to watch it. England, Croatia uh, on Sunday night. Yeah. Italy kick it off. Italy, Turkey, Saturday morning, 4.30. That'd be interesting. That'll, you know, really, the pressure is on that Italian squad after not making the last World Cup. It always is. And they're on some stupid 27 game unbeaten run at the moment. So... Uh, the pressure is on them to win that first game against Turkey. And probably dispatch them as well. It sounds silly to say because obviously the pressure's on everyone to win their first game in a tournament like this. But, but more so. Being the first game of the tournament, everyone watching uh, all the hype around this Italian squad in, in Italy. Um, yeah. This is going to be a great tournament. I'm so glad they're going ahead with it. Hopefully everything is COVID safe. But nonetheless, we're going to watch every game of it, so... Leave it there. Yeah, it's going to be good. See you.